I'm Ali Spears, and this is The Dirt, where we dig deep with those helping to feed the world. Episode 10, Janine Del Porto. Today, I have the honor to sit down with Janine Del Porto uh, with Del Porto Livestock. And Janine has been a family friend and honestly, like my second mom when we were showing. Um, so I'm super excited to talk to you today and um, hopefully maybe get a little bit of a sneak peek too about their operation. Um, so I guess two first, let's just kind of start by you telling us a little about, bit about you and your family and how you guys kind of started on this journey and uh, got into cows. <laughs> okay, well, uh, um, let's see, I'm Janine Del Porto. We live in Oakley, California. My husband is a fourth generation cattle rancher, so it was came very natural to him, falls right into place, took it over family business. I grew up just showing local 4-H FFA and a few jackpot shows. Mm -hmm. So I had a little bit of knowledge of it, so it wasn't like I came into this thing cold turkey. Right. Um, but obviously, uh, if you're going to marry a cattle rancher, you better get on board or else you're not going to have anything in common and right. you're going to kind of be a... Won't last very long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to stay with it. So we got married and just kind of started learning the tricks of the trade, so to speak. You know, going out and checking cows, learning pedigrees trying to get involved with the association as mm -hmm. far as the data and the information so that I could become knowledgeable in what we do. Right. Um, we're getting ready to have our 29th annual bull sale this year. We're seed stock producers. We have that in conjunction with Rancho Casino, David mm -hmm. and Carol Medeiros, and we host that at their ranch in Denair, California. This year's gonna be our 29th sale. We're gonna actually offer some females this year, so it's gonna be quite different, some of our performance females. Awesome. So that's gonna be different. We also hold a online show heifer sale. We have three children, brought them up showing, 4-H FFA, traveled all over at national level shows. So we've kind of carried on that tradition now as far as selling show heifers right. throughout the United States. So that's kind of where we're at today. We, like I said, we're seed stock producers. We feed our own cattle at Beller Feedlot in Nebraska. We're involved in the Certified Angus Beef Program. And in short, we have lots of Angus cattle and it's a great way to live yes. and a great way to bring up your family. Absolutely. So, and I kind of to give a little bit of background on how we know each other too a little I, bit. That, I wanted to yes. touch on that. <laughs> yeah, okay. So funny thing is, is I'm actually went to school um, in the same area as Allie's dad, Darren, mm -hmm. we, um, he was involved in FFA. I was involved in FFA and that's how we hooked up. And Robin, Allie's mom and her sisters all babysat our older children. Right. So it's kind of a small little world and how we all got together. And we have kind of been friends ever since. And like Allie said, watched her grow up, watched Brayden grow up and they kind of have just stayed friendship from there. So it's nice being in this community of the Angus world, the mm -hmm. cattle business. You're not friends, you're family. Right. And that's kind of the blessing yep. of the cattle business. Absolutely. Everybody's family. Yep. And that's what even, so I drove driving in today, I was thinking about the first time we ever came out here. I remember my dad saying, hey, you know, do you, you remember Dave Del Porto? And I was like, yeah. And he said, well, um, you know, his son is, wants to show cattle, so we're going to go out there. They've got some Angus heifers, and we're yeah. going to show him how to <laughs> show cattle or something like that. So I vividly remember driving in the driveway out here at the ranch, and Dawson was like four yeah. feet tall. Yep. And yep. Um, we were good friends ever since that, traveled with them all over the country showing. Yep. And, exactly. Um, 
the Dalporos were definitely much more successful on the Angus side of things than we ever were. Um, you guys have national champions and, uh, you know, you're, you're, the quality of y'all's cattle is outstanding. Um, well, thank you. I, I think we, we strive for that just like everybody does. You guys went more into the Hereford side mm -hmm. of it and the crossbred side of it. Yet everybody just tries to fit in where what's going to be best for their family Absolutely. and suitable for their family. Cause there is great sides all the way around. Mm -hmm. Yep. Just do what's best for your family. have to know that the calves are doing good and they're milking and they're not sick or any issues so this happens to be a pasture where I can just come out here and call all my girls and they'll all come, so. <laughs> come running yeah. Okay, Allie won't hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> I won't bite you. See, all of our cattle are tagged. We keep tags in their ears. That just tells us anything we need to know about them at any given time. I can look that number up and find out who their dam is, their sire is, their bread, any of the DNA information that I need to know. are in a unique situation to where you do have the show side of things but then you also come home and you have a full cattle operation you got to run here too real world yes <laughs> so let's talk about that a little bit because I think that's a little bit different than maybe some people's um, views or maybe some people who have no idea what the heck we're talking about when we say show thing show, show cattle, cattle. <laughs> um, and, and commercial cattle so let's dive into that a little bit maybe okay. um, maybe let's start with kind of the show side of things so what what is that what to your family maybe what what is show cattle and what what is that crazy world that we got <laughs> wrapped crazy up in world. <laughs> you know people ask me all the time what do you mean you show cows yeah what, how do you show cows the best way that i can describe to somebody that doesn't show cows or that's not involved in it is everybody everybody knows what the akc is mm -hmm. everybody watches the dog, the dog show shows. yep the and on, on thanksgiving morning <laughs> right you know the american kennel club national championship dog show exact same thing for cattle yep do we spend as much quality time blowing out our cattle washing our cattle clipping our cattle doing everything that they do we do it for our cattle so mm -hmm. basically it's a dog show for cattle um you go there for structure confirmation appearance phenotype there's now a genotype show where you know you can go off of epds but that is the best way to describe a cattle show yeah and on the plus side it's teaching our children responsibility mm -hmm. Dedication, responsibility. Those, you know, we always taught Dawson, if those cattle aren't fed, you don't get to eat. The cattle come first. They Absolutely. can't take care of themselves. Right. So 
these kids know that they have to get up sometimes three, four o'clock in the morning. They're in the barn before school. They're in the barn after school. Yeah. And those are responsibilities that we're really blessed that these kids have learned. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, the, the fact that, I mean, personally, and obviously you guys giving that opportunity to your children, I think it sets you apart in life as far as getting a career and being able to, you know, just going to college. I think I had such a higher level of, um, you know, work ethic compared to maybe some of my peers just because I had to work hard to, to get what I want. And, um, achieve the goals and so I think that's one thing I know you guys definitely uh with Dawson and your your children have instilled that hard work ethic but maybe let's to kind of explain what goes into getting them ready to go to these shows I mean oh, I wow. think people don't understand the <laughs> yeah. high level of intensity but when you get to the show it's too late if you're if you're not ready at that point all that ready. practice yep. happens at home yep. in the barn yep um well it's all on breeding it's how you breed your cattle um uh, again, it's it's no different as breeding a top dog or top mm-hmm. cat or, you know, top goat, top sheep, top, you know, whatever you choose to breed. It's all in how you choose to breed your cattle. You, you know, you breed them and you got to wait nine months. They hit the ground. Let's hope that they turn out right. Let's hope that in four to six months when you decide to wean them, they're going to be good enough right. to come into the barn. You have to feed them properly. You can take a really good one and feed them too much and make them really bad. Mm -hmm. You can take a really good one and not feed them right and make them bad. So it goes in. There's a lot of things that go into it. Um, If that's kind of where you're going with that type of question. When our cattle are in the show runs or in the show barn, we hair is really important in our Mm -hmm. cattle world. So they come in the show barn right at daylight. We keep they're under fans. They're under porticles. Our cattle get washed five to six days a week. During the summer months, they'll get rinsed twice a day. Mm-hmm. Keep their body temperature cool. Keep their hair fresh. Lots of different products you experiment with. What you want to use so the hair doesn't get dried out, so it stays fluffy. Right. You know, all these things that go into practice with them, along with the vaccination programs. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to make sure you warm them. You have to make sure they have all the vaccinations. Then when they get to be two years of age, this is after they've already probably been showing. Right. You have to get them bred because let's face it, if they're not carrying a calf, they're not productive in your herd or productive to you as an owner. Right. So you're trying to get them in calf so that they can have offspring. They can hopefully go into the show ring or into the herd to produce more cattle. Right. So it's a big giant circle that goes in. So exactly what you said, all that hard work happens at home. And then when you get to the show, let's hope that all your hard work pays off. Right. Hopefully you're rewarded for all that hard work. (laughs) Exactly. And I think people maybe too, I think don't understand or, you know, they see the, maybe the show side of things and they, like I said, don't understand all the hard work that goes into it on the back end. But also, (laughs) like you just said, the fact that those cattle that you're taking to show or exhibit that's your kind of chance to also market your um, your ranch and your brand. Correct. So what, for you guys, that's been a huge part of uh, growing your operation, and I'm assuming. And yeah. um, <laughs> let's talk about that as far as the marketing kind of standpoint. What, I think too, it brings a whole new level of, um, you know, your pride in what you're putting out there for everybody to see and t- to be judged on, on your cattle are best type of thing. Correct. No, that's that's very, very true. Um, our cattle all have our prefix. All of our cattle are DPL, mm-hmm. Del Porto Livestock. Um, your cow families are by names. You know, they don't just 
Yes, you can name them whatever you want, but everybody usually has a cow family. Right. We have a, a sandy cow family. I have a Parista cow family. I have a foxy firefly cow family. When that DPL prefix is on front of that name and that calf goes out and wins something at a national level, people are going to want those genetics. Absolutely. And they're going to come back to you and they're going to say, hey, what are you guys going to have for sale in the fall? Mm -hmm. What are you going to have for sale in the spring? We do a lot of embryo transplant where we flesh a lot of cows. We'll sell embryos to people. And all of that is getting your genetics out into the cattle industry. Right. So all of that is part of, yes, the marketing tool. So when you do go to those shows or when you do go to those events or go to a sale, you want to take your very best because then you want people to come back to you and say, oh, hey, that's a Del Porto livestock mm -hmm. heifer. That's a Del Porto livestock bull. I want that product. Right, right. So yeah. you're constantly striving to be the best that somebody else is going to want to, you know, get involved with that. Mm -hmm. And then maybe they're going to be able to add it to their herd to make their herd better. Right. That's kind of how we all operate. Yeah, I think, um, you know, maybe agriculture kind of um, gets thought of as, you know, just a bunch of farmers trying to grow corn in the field mm -hmm. where it's a business and yes. this is people's livelihoods, just like, you know, let's, we were talking earlier about my brother and baseball. Professional baseball is a business at yep. the end of the day. This is a business too with yep. um, everybody's got to make money and you want <laughs> to yeah. obviously make as much money as possible right. um, kind of at your trade. But touching on that let's go to the commercial side of things so you have obviously the show your show string mm -hmm. um commercial side of things what how um are those cattle used we are very fortunate to have a performance a performance herd and mm -hmm. a commercial herd we breed all of our commercial herd to our registered angus bulls okay our commercial herd we feed and we always keep an interest and in ownership in our commercial herd calves. They go into the food chain. Okay. We're, we're involved in certified Angus beef. Certified Angus beef, as we all know, is the best product available in the industry. Right. You know, you have to have certain specs. There's 10 specs, marbling specs. They have to be 51% black hided. They have to be, they have to grade out to be able to go into the certified Angus beef program. That's why we feed to our registered Angus bulls, to our commercial herd, so that we can follow those calves through from the moment they hit the ground to the moment they're hanging on the rail right. to feeding feeding the world. Right, right. And, and that's, so that's why it's very, very important. And we can keep those records and we get that data back all the time at how our cattle are performing. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, so in... It's a, um, a good way to, to know, hey, we did this. Maybe you tweak something. How did this turn out on, yep. the, on the other end? Yep. Or um, maybe we did it and it didn't turn out so good. This exactly. is we need to change things around. So uh, certified Angus beef is, um, a, a, I personally think it's a prestigious program to be a, a involved in and mm -hmm. um, have your cattle be recognized by that. And then in turn, you get a better premium um, as far as being filed under that uh, program as well. Correct. So for you guys getting involved in that, has that changed your operation in a huge way or? Oh, tremendously. Yeah, tremendously. Um, our kill data on our last kill that we just, we, we had 98% kill okay. of certified ASV. Wow. That's huge. That's huge. That's a big deal. Yep. So it just really brings it out into perspective that what we're doing and having our bull sell and our bulls that we're using on our commercial herd and right. our, our customers. Right that are now able to sell to certified Angus beef, they're a prime product, 
that other feedlots are wanting to buy that feed certified Angus beef because they know that those genetics are going to be able to grade out to be able to meet the specs to go into the certified Angus right. beef program. Yep. So, I mean, just so. like Janine kind of mentioned a few moments ago about the circle, there you go. Yeah. Again, the circle, not only in your own ranch and um, operation, but to other society. It's as life. Well. Yep. It's, yep. It's, and it's worldwide. I mean, certified Angus beef is all over the world. It's not just in the United States. Right. Right. So. So for co consumers too that, you know, maybe think, I mean, there's a lot of negative stigmas obviously towards producers, oh, yes. but if you maybe are a consumer that are watching this or listening to this and you don't know about where your food comes from, here you go. This is where <laughs> your certified Angus beef yes. is coming from. One of the, the many producers that is um, putting that, helping to put that steak on your table or whatever it may be. Um, but, you know, the work that goes into it is not just you know, throw in some hay in a field. <laughs> no, and unfortunately, that is public knowledge. If anybody ever asked me, what could I change in the industry? Public knowledge. Mm -hmm. Public, public knowledge. Period. Right. Over and over. Public knowledge, public knowledge. But Because if you come to our ranch, people think we abuse our animals. Right. We don't take care of them. You just throw hay to them. You don't care. No. It's 24-7. Right. 365 days. Yep. I feed on Christmas morning. Yep. I feed on Thanksgiving morning. Mm -hmm. Easter morning. I don't have days off and it's okay. Yeah. I'm not complaining. Right. That's not what I'm saying. But my cattle, they're what feed me. They're what feed my family, put my children through school, and I help to carry on that. Right. So that is important to us. We are there if a heifer needs help birthing, mm -hmm. if a bull gets in trouble, if they get down in a hole. Um, they're that we're there for them right we are there to serve them yep they aren't here to serve us yep i probably know more about the dna on all of my cattle at any given time than i do on all three of my children right <laughs> and that's a given yep i mean i turn in their birth weights i turn in their weaning weights i turn in their yearling weights i turn in data all the time yep. that i need to know so yes i care about my animals mm -hmm. if and I, and i would gladly share that with anybody We've, had, we've hosted a few CAB, CAB events here at the ranch, and that is one thing that's been a blessing. When those people walk away, they're like, wow, wow, mm -hmm. you really do care. No, I don't, I don't. It's not a facade or a it's show. Not. It's not, no, exactly. This it's, is your daily life. I, and, yeah, I, yep. we care about, we're, we're stewards of our land. Yeah, absolutely. We're stewards of our animals. Mm -hmm. They are what matter to us. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I think just time-wise, we'll probably kind of get, close to wrapping up, but kind of going off that as well, what, if you could just share maybe one thing about the industry or your cattle or whatever you might want to share with people, whether they're involved in agriculture or not, what's maybe something that you would share or say to them? Gosh, I kind of just said it. Yeah, you did. I know. <laughs> I, and I, I should have I, I thought through just, that yeah. better. No, that's okay. I kind of just said it. I just truly, truly feel that there is no other way to be able to bring your children up. Not everybody has the opportunities that your parents gave mm -hmm. to you, that we've given to our children, but there is agricultural classes in the majority of schools. Just learning the responsibility and what goes into animals, plant nutrition. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can take horticulture classes and that's right. just as important because guess what? That has to feed what I do. Right, exactly. And I think that that is what is so important. And we forget that in life today and in society of what really takes to keep our world going in this big giant circle mm -hmm. and to keep us all happy. Right. And so I think 
I think that's kind of a lot is just, we need to always remember where it starts from. It starts from the mustard seed. Right. And yep. it grows. Yep. And it grows. It can grow in any type of different direction. I don't care. We need our doctors. We need our lawyers. We need all, we need our, you know, workers that are in the grocery store producing or selling our meat, right. I should say. We need all of that. But really, where did this all start? Where yep. does, you know, None of go, that would be there without exactly, the seed. Exactly. <laughs> without the seed, the right. mustard seed, you know. So, I mean, not to get in too far in depth on all right. of that, but I mean... That's just the factual part of right. life. And I just think that it's so important. We owe that to our children to know how everything truly starts. Right. And where we all really come from, mm -hmm. if that makes So now I said, you know, wrapping these up and that sparked another question. Yeah. So, you know, I think continuing this, um, there's there's been a shift, obviously, in the ages of farmers and producers. What would you maybe say to somebody who's trying to get into the industry, starting out maybe not having uh, a generational um, background behind them, but saw a need for uh, continuing to produce? What was oh. some advice you might give them? No. Get ready for a ride. But <laughs> yeah, no, you know what? It is. <laughs> it's almost like having children. You know, <laughs> we all laugh and we say children are a blessing, hurtful, loving, caring, ups, down. All the hardships are going to be there, but doggone it, when that product leaves or when you see that end result, it gives you that spark. Yeah. It gives you that want to go forward. It gives you that. If you want to do this industry, it can happen. Mm -hmm. Follow the right people, read all the books in the world, and then put those books on the shelf and use them as resources, but every situation is different. Right, right. And don't be afraid to learn because... We learn still every day different things because our world is changing. The progressions are getting better. The DNA progress is getting better on our cattle. Mm -hmm. Feed products are getting better on our cattle. Medicines are changing. So if you want to get involved, please get involved. I think it's wonderful. And we always are going to need to feed America, period. Yep. Yep. That is the bottom line. Whether whether it's cattle, whether it's produce, whether it's horticulture, anything. Right. We yeah, have to whatever. feed America. Yep. America cannot survive without, without us feeding them. Yep. Absolutely. Period. Yep. Well, I think that's the perfect, perfect <laughs> ending point to this. Um, Janine, I just want to thank you obviously oh. for taking time out of your day to sit down and talk with us. And, well, um, this was, it was a pleasure because like I said, we've watched Allie grow up <laughs> and we've watched Brayden grow up and we're family friends and to see you becoming so successful and you doing what you're doing in life right there is why we do what we do. Thank you. Yeah. This is the blessing of what we see all of the hard work, all of the time, all of the effort, all of the discipline yep. and you're a living part of what we want to happen. Yep. And we're seeing our younger generation. Yeah. And hoping to continue that, um, through this platform and just well, sharing it's our, wonderful. our information that yeah. people just don't understand. Or know and about. Seeing, yeah. And that's, and that's great. And that's what we need. We need younger people, your age to put it out there to see it and that know what they're talking about. Yep. That's huge. Yep. So thank you for well, doing what you're doing, keeping up the great work. Thank you. Yeah. So um, <laughs> if you are watching this, I hope you enjoyed it and uh, got some good information about it. And um, we'll, we'll check in with you all later. Thanks so much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Allie. I appreciate it. <laughs>
We'll see y'all next time.